I'm John. And I'm Keith. And this is Flamadero. Your somewhat reliable source of information for most things. Most things, brother Keith. Speaking of most things, what week is it? This week. I don't know most things. I don't know. I was just throwing it out there too. What you got, man? What's going on? We're back at the podcast. We are back at the yeah. Flumadiddle uh, studio number two. Studio number two, exactly. We are, and so it may have a little bit of different acoustical properties. That's okay. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. We're so awesome and amazing. It ain't gonna matter. I like acoustical properties. That's right. Um, so I guess what we got going on, new John, is check out our fundraiser, right? Fundraiser. Yep, we got a, a ministry called Widows Link, and it's right. Marlene, right? Yes. She is an awesome lady. Keith has started a GoFundMe to support a widow's cruise. So what's all, what's all this widow's deal we're talking about real quick? Tell, tell the people what's up with that. Keith? Well, the widow, Marlene, what she does is she, she actually does a lot of things. She does a widow's ministry in general, but once like a year. Like a grief group, grief share yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, grief share, gets churches involved and stuff like that. But um, once a year, she has a cruise for them. Yeah, heck and, yeah. Uh, man, that's such a good thing for them because... They get to build relationships with other widows, and they uh, exactly. kind of it's something to get their mind off things. They have a good time, just just all around goodness for them. I think they do some therapeutic groups. They yeah. definitely do some uh, relational sessions where they can connect with each other right. and build up their support system going forward after their loss. So, right. So let me thing, uh, let me ask you this though: Out of all my listeners out there, how many of you how many of you are thinking, man, cruises are expensive? Well, you would be right. Yep, they and are. So some of the widows can afford it, but there are many on fixed incomes like Social Security and stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. And they can't afford it. So what we're going to do is use our influences through this podcast and um, try to raise uh, $2,000. Do some scholarships. Get and, some ladies on the cruise, man. Right, get them back. Um, taking part in life again after their loss. And so. uh, this week's $5 challenge. So me and John, I'll just tell you this straight up. We spend $5 here and there, sometimes even more to make the quality of this podcast as best as we can and try to promote go. it and stuff like that. And so what we're asking you to do is if you enjoy this podcast, pay it forward to these widows. So exactly, man. Five bucks. I mean, that's less than the cost of lunch one day at work. Exactly. So just, just hook us up. Take you a sandwich one day and give us five bucks for the widows link. And, and it's we'll on our Facebook some, page. Yeah. And we'll share some more information with mm-hmm. uh, Marlene. Right. Or Absolutely. about Marlene about on Marlene. our site, yeah. too. So Okay. All right, Keith. We got a... Uh, a spooky little holiday coming up. Some of us called Halloween. Halloween. So this is our um, special Flumaween podcast. Flumaween. So you know what? We are your um, somewhat reliable source of information for most things. So we're going to give them some somewhat reliable information about the source of Halloween. Okay. And uh, we're going to tell them what's up with all that. I hope you know it. I don't know. Well, I know a little bit, Keith. I know that. Uh, how about this? I got a question for you. All right. Any clue where the first use of the word Halloween comes from? Huh? Would it be the Neanderthals? <laughs> Good guess. We'll go with Robert Burns, the Scottish poet man. Okay. He used it a long time ago, but we don't really care about that. <laughs> Except that was a fun little nugget of that's information. A, yeah, that's a nice thing. So, hallow means holy person. Okay. All right. So. Holy person Ween. So Ween is like the night before. So we're getting ahead of ourselves. So it's All Hallows Eve, Eve right? All Hallows but let's Eve. go back before that. So case. I always kind of thought that like Halloween was just like a, just the word had changed over time from All's Hallowed Eve to Halloween. You know, there's people changing right. it over time. Is that how it is or just? Sure, maybe, possibly. Yeah, okay. 
Possibly. It kind of got shortened into that Holy shortened, Eve, yeah. the Eve of the Holy Person. So we're going to get in that in a minute, All Saints Day. But let's take it back even further to, than that. Okay. Let's you're, take you're it. hopping our time machine? Man, we're hopping in. All right, right let's get it. It's the Flumadilla time machine. All right, Keith, here we are back in ancient Ireland. Okay. There's Ireland's in the house. What's up, all our Irish folks? What's up? We so have, here we go, We Keith. actually met an Irish person who lives in Alabama recently. Yes, we did. He was from Dublin. Yeah. Went to school not far from St. James Gate there where the... Um, right. All the way until he was 18. He didn't move to the States until he was 18, so he remembers a lot about Ireland. And we're going to try to get him on the show. Yeah, we sure will. We can't say how we know him at this time, but if he agrees to be on the podcast, we'll tell you a little bit more about him. But he's right. an awesome dude. So anyway, let's take it back, Keith. Okay. The Celts. Okay, the right. precursors of, of the Irish there back in the day. Not to be confused a, with kelp. Kelp. No, kelp is a different thing, but I don't okay. know if there is Celtic kelp. There may be. Because there's ocean around there, so there could be Celtic kelp. There's a lot of hippies in the world, I'm sure there, there is. There is, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. All right, so anyway, man. So we've got this little festival, this pagan festival called Samhain. Okay. So we don't know for sure, but a lot of people think there may be a connection there. That some of the lighting of bonfires... The wearing of costumes to ward off evil spirits. So Sam Hain kind of marked the end of the uh, harvest season, and we're moving into the wintry darkness, man. Okay. And so there's this idea of thin places. We've talked about that before in one of them. Thin places is a lot of people think there are places on earth where, where heaven and earth are closer together. The veil between the two is thinner, if you will, Brother Ooh. Keith. So they were like figuring out string theory and didn't even know it. There you go. Who knows? It's amazing. An alternate reality and universe yeah, just right all there. Strung together. So for them, that time, that was the closest time where the spirit world came closest wow. to the material world. Okay. All right. So that happened in the area now. We just said Ireland, United Kingdom, Northern France. And they celebrated their new year on November 1st. So that began the new year for them, oh, okay. that Samhain Festival. I did not realize that. So it marked the end of the harvest, as I said. All right. So now let's skip forward. Because as has happened, you know, later on, you've got like St. Patrick and you've got a real Christian influence coming into the Celtic lands. Yeah. So those two things kind of come together, Keith. So in May thir- on May 13, 1609, Pope Boniface the Fourth. Boniface. Not the third, but the fourth. I like that name. Boniface. 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 He dedicated cool the Pantheon name. in Rome in honor of all Christian martyrs. And the Catholic Feast of All Martyrs Day was established in the Western Church. So a lot of Christian saints, like in the Catholic tradition, Orthodox tradition, they have feast days, like holy days, like the Feast of St. Peter or the Feast of the Apostle John. So like there's lots of other saints that maybe don't have their feast day. So November 1st was made the day where we recognize all of them. So that became All Saints Day. That's cool. So So there you go. So we have Thanksgiving. That's really our feast day. Right. So you're telling me they have multiple feast days? Multiple. Yeah, man. That Last week awesome. was the... I mean, we, we do feast on Christmas and right. sometimes other holidays, but I just feel like we need more feast holidays, don't you? Last think? week, I do, man. Last week on one of the... I listened to... Speaking of Ireland, here Irish. it comes again, man. The Irish brothers and sisters. Isn't it weird how this Irish thread is through here? For real. So one of my favorite websites is a place called sacredspace.ie. Okay. And if you go there, that's a podcast, or not a podcast. I've used that before. It's a website of the Jesuits of Ireland. Mm-hmm. All right. And so I use that sometimes routinely. Well, no, that's not the podcast. That's the website. It's, yeah, there's an app, ain't there? 
There he is. Yeah. Really good stuff. It's like a Jesuit prayer thing. Yeah. So it's, it's like really a meditation good. Meditation type thing. Yeah, it's a meditation type thing. So anyway, last week was one of the feast days of Saint Ignatius of Antioch. Oh. Ignatius. So he had his own day, man. So you got Boniface and Ignatius. Yeah, Ignatius was the guy who found the Jesuits. Oh, that's cool. So, but anyway, man. So on to the next thing, Keith. All right. Really quick before we get into more. So, hey, can we what, ta- can we take a pause for a second and say that we are um, we are actually babysitting while we record. Uh, so if you hear some actually, loudness yeah. happening from the uh, Flumadiddle Number Two Studios, yes. So there is a a room nearby get, with our wait a chitlins second. in it. I'm not sure, Keith. Tell them what? the truth. Okay, what is it? What's the the Flumadoodle, Flumadoodle Number Two Studios is haunted, dude. Oh, that's the ghosts of the children who have disappeared from this okay. facility. I was, I was trying to hide the truth. But... Don't hide it. It's out now. Okay, it's out. It's, it's out. all right. So, how did we get from this Celtic festival, these holy days? Let's move forward into this kind of very Americanized version of Halloween. Okay. So, very quickly, we'll give you the quick one. Started out as a pagan kind of holiday morphed into a Christian holiday. Now it's kind of this beautiful blend of paganism, Christianity, and capitalism, right? Yeah. Over $9 billion worth of stuff will be bought to celebrate Halloween. Candy, wow. decorations, so stuff like that. So when exactly did it morph into a Christian holiday? 609. Oh, AD. okay, I got that you. That was so back way then, on back. way on back. That's when the All Saints Day started. So it actually started as the pagan and With not the Sam the Hain about Yeah. Okay. But like you know, the I kind of thought, I thought the All, All Hallows Eve came first. I wasn't sure. No, no, Sam okay. Hain came first. Gotcha. All right, so now we move forward. Let's say the late 1900s, early 20th century. Then you get to the morphing into what we're doing now. You get not so much of a focus on a harvest or evil spirits, but um, you know you got this kind of campy thing going on. So with this campy thing, you know you've still got the people dressing up. You've got us going out and asking for candy. You've got all these kind of things, and that's what becomes our modern trick-or-treat traditions. This is an Irish-English thing. We dress up. Oh, my gosh, Keith, what was that? I heard the door creaking. Uh, this place is haunted. I told you, man. I told you it's the souls of the lost children, man. Jeez. Ooh. It's children kind of spooky. of the corn. It's children of the corn. <laughs> Jedediah and Obadiah are coming to get us, man. <laughs> So, but that's kind of what it was. We took these Irish and English traditions and morphed them into a little bit more of a community gathering kind of thing while still taking up some of the bonfires. And the last thing we're going to hit on before we go to the next part, Keith, is a specific tradition that we've pulled forward, and that is carving pumpkins. Uh, Keith, what do we call a carved pumpkin? A jack-o'-lantern. A jack-o'-lantern. So it keeps the evil spirits away, right? It keeps the evil spirits away, and guess where this tradition came from, Keith? I'm, I'm guessing from the Jesuits. <laughs> I'm not yes. sure. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first. The Jesuits <laughs> of Ireland were the first people to carve jack-o'-lanterns. There you go. No, but it is an Irish thing, again, okay. except they didn't have pumpkins in Ireland. Oh, really? But they had gourds. Okay, so they, they carved so gourds. So they carved that, yes, indeed. That is not as good at all. Well, it's a great. You ought to see the pictures. They're kind of scary. Yeah, They're kind of cool. Good. Okay. All right. So I mean, you could got they could have like a little hair. Gord's got like a little stem on them, right? Exactly. So they have like a little cone head kind exactly. of thing going on. They had turnips or mangled wurzels. They hollowed out to act as lanterns and often carved with grotesque faces. Ah. So there. So you they go. actually were using them as lanterns. Exactly. So okay. that's where the jack o' lantern. But 
Okay. Last thing before we do this, they actually had some contests. I've got a little something I want to read here. It's Halloween, 1835. The Dublin Penny Journal carried a lengthy discourse on the legend of Jack-O-Lantern. Right. In 1837, the Limerick Chronicle refers to a local pub holding a carved gourd competition and presenting a prize to the best crown of Jack McLantern. Hmm. But, Keith, it gets better. It does. How can it get any better than that? All of that comes from a Irish folktale. Oh, really? About a guy named Stingy Jack. Oh, tell us uh, about Stingy Jack. All right, Jack. so Stingy Jack, so imagine the peat bogs. It's swampy and peaty and all that kind of stuff. Man. Yeah. Which, by the way, they use the peat to make Scotch and Irish whiskey. They smoke oh, really? They smoke the peat. Anyway, that's either. a whole different podcast. So, but apparently these little lights come up. They're called Will-of-the-Wisps, and they didn't know what they were, so they had a kind of a devilish... It's like some kind of luminescence. Yeah, thing. a luminescence kind of thing going on. So cool. the idea was this stingy Jack made a deal with the devil, invited the devil for a drink, and kind of basically the short uh, modern day version is kind of screwed him over on the tab. Oh, and the okay. devil was like, oh, okay, forget you. So now he made a deal with the devil, so God wouldn't let him into heaven, the devil wouldn't let him into hell. So he, so he threw the a, earth. He threw a piece of coal at him from hell and said, go find your own hell. Oh, wow. Bam. I think I would rather find my own hell than go to hell. I'm there just you saying. go. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So, so that's stingy Jack, and that's okay. that. So, so let's bring it back today, Keith. Okay. We know the we know the what we like to do, right? We like to trick or treat, dude. I grew up in the seventies, trick or treat. Yes, oh, man. I, I've always thought Halloween was fun. Fun thing, mm-hmm. you know. We're having fun. I know it's got the ghoulish mass and all the stuff. Yeah. But it's always been a very sociable fun. I understand certain religious people and uh, people who are strong in their faith wanting to stay away from it. I understand that, and I yeah. don't disrespect that at all. There are those who, you know, uh, who don't who don't like that. And yeah, that's fine. I respect that, but I I've but just always it. have fun with it myself. Exactly, yeah. I did too. You know, what kid doesn't like getting like three or four pounds worth of sugar. I know. And just and that's and the one time. Dress you're, up as like their exactly. favorite superhero or exactly. something like that, you know? And yeah. your mom just lets you gorge yourself silly on candy yeah. until you pass out. Well, we've never done any kind of like evil rituals or anything. Yeah. Not no we no. Early on we did, but we stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well he that's why this place is haunted right now. Exactly. So he's like, hey, we got to quit this crap. Got to you know? quit it, man. Yeah. It's no good. So we do the jack-o'-lanterns. Right, yeah. We paint them. We carve them. But that's we fun, too. That. That's, that's fun stuff, ritual, too. We're not warding yeah. off the evil spirits. That's right. But, Keith, I think there's something that you wanted to touch on. Tell us another little tradition that goes along with this Halloween season. Watching scary movies? Scary movies. Yeah, the horror flicks. Okay. So uh, why don't we do this, John? Why don't we uh, just go back and forth and tell... Our favorite horror movies and why. Okay. okay. And why you put yeah, we them. we talk about that. I, I don't know how you did your list if you put them. I kind of put mine in, you know, five to one, the one being the scariest, right? Okay. I can feel that. Okay. So I got number five is Poltergeist. Oh, dude. Did you, you didn't even think of that one, did you? Did you? Or is it on your yes, list? Yes, it's on my list, okay. man. But Let's we'll talk get. about it. That's good. Well, let's talk we'll about it together that. then. Okay. Poltergeist. Right. What was it about? Poltergeist, right. So these people move into this house, right? Yeah. Coach, that was his name, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah that's Coach it. moved into the house moved into with the E.T. House. and his family. He sure did. All right, so basically they move into this house, right? This suburban track home. Mm-hmm. So everything's going smoothly. No problems, right? Until yeah. one night, the little girl's sitting in front of the TV. The it's white snow yeah. in front of the TV. And you remember what the saying was? Uh, no, not really. They're here. Yeah, they're here. Yeah, she said that, right? Yeah. yeah that's creepy, a little girl saying that. That's creepy, man. And uh, it, something like tried to come out of the TV it and did. grab A green her. Yeah. shaft of light came out. 
And then eventually she got sucked into her closet. She got sucked into her closet. And it's just a scary film, you know, it's scary. And it has to do with being buried on a, or being their house being built on an Indian burial ground. Okay, I forgot about that part. Yeah. And um, so it's haunted. It has some kind of demon was involved too. So they so end up getting this parapsychologist, right? Yeah. And then this exorcist in the hopes of finding Carol Ann. Yeah. So they make a horrifying discovery key. Carol Ann. Carol Ann. Carol Ann is alive and where? In the spirit world. She's in the house, exactly. In the she house. is on another plane. Plane. Yeah. Another spectral plane. There you go. She's, right. she's in the land of string theory. So there's some interesting things about this movie, too, outside of just inside the film. Did you hear about those things? No. Uh-uh. Several of these actors actually died of mysterious deaths. Really? Soon after the film. Not necessarily real soon, but like the little girl. Did you know she died when she was 12? Really? Yeah, no, she I got some kind that. of stomach problem going on. She died when she was 12, and uh, the Indian died of mysterious things, the little Indian chief that was in there. Huh, that's weird, man. There were several of the actors who died of mysterious deaths after this film. So that's there's crazy. a lot of, uh, uh, you know, conspiracy theories and, you know, kind of like the spectral plane things came out that. and got yeah. so all right keith I'll, i've got one. i'll put that number five though because here was my criteria john this movies to me when they're scary they make you scared of something specific like for instance that one uh was number five and um okay so that one was number five because like it don't make me scared of something specific. Like I can pretty much avoid moving into a house that's built on an, an Indian burial ground. Maybe. And if I do, I can move. You know. I don't so know, Keith, you can't. I don't know. They're coming to get you. Maybe they'll follow you. I don't know. They're coming to get you. Just uh, not nothing very specific though to be scared of. But demons are you know scary because they're real. You know. So. Right. All right. You ready for the next? I'm one? I'm ready for yours. Yes. Go. All right. I'm shouting this one out for the Slack Brothers. Okay. One of their all-time favorites. One of the all-time cult classic horror movies, Evil Dead. It is Evil entitled Dead. Not Your right, so you Departure. know there's always got to be college students. Roughly I don't even know if I've seen it. Book of Dude, the Dead. you should watch Evil Dead. Okay. What's the it first about? one? All right, so Ash, who's Bruce Campbell, there were several of them. Mm-hmm. Right, his girlfriend Linda and their classmates, they make an unplanned stopover in an abandoned mountain cabin in an impenetrable woods. Right? So before settling in for the night, they find this book. Okay. The Necronomicon. That has to do with witch's magic. It's like the Sumerian Book of the Dead. Yeah, right? it's filled that. with all kinds of incantations and Necromancy stuff. Necromancy that has yeah. something to do with bring, raising, bringing the dead. The, raising the dead, bringing the demons back to life, all that stuff. Yeah, right. So they're playing around with it, thinking they're playing around with it. But as they do, Keith, an ominous presence is released into the woods. The same way you play with a Ouija board. Exactly, man. The spirits begin to possess everybody. They get superhuman strength. They just basically proceed to jack everybody up. So it's zombies or spirits or what? It's more spirits. I've heard somebody say zombies, but it's more of a spirit kind of thing, right? Okay. So here's the thing. So Sam Raimi directed this, and what was so such a big deal about it it was made for like $350,000 oh wow but the effects were really gory and it was really it was really well done it's kind of over the top acting as like early 8 millimeter kind of thing kind of a comic yeah. book feel glory I like glory to hear effects. that though because it like gives me hope for the movie I'm going to make one day there you go exactly I'll be able to afford it but anyway a lot of people really like that one it's just yeah. kind of one of those all time cult classics you yeah, gotta wait if you hadn't seen it watch it so okay. that's the evil dead all right, my next one is, I bet you had not even heard of this one. It's Darkness Falls. 
I have heard of it, but have I have not seen it. Okay. So this one is about like some legend in this town about the tooth fairy. And uh, she comes and her weakness, though, is light. And so as long as you're in a light place, you're okay. But when you get in the dark, then she can get you. Okay. And so that's why I put it number four, a little bit below Poltergeist, because it makes you scared of something specific. It makes you scared of the dark. You know, you don't. I, got you. I remember sense. me and my wife watched this because it, it came out in 2003. We got married in 2003. So we were a young married couple alone right. in the house, no kids, you know, and a new house too, you know, because we just bought it. Get out. Yeah. And so, like, we watched this movie. And then we go to bed, and she could not sleep without some kind of light. <laughs> and so, like, I, you know, I don't really get that scared with movies, but she does. And, like, so she, we had to, like, put this Velcro, like, little, um, what do you call it, fluorescent, like a small battery power fluorescent light right. on the back of our bed so that I could sleep, you know, because I couldn't have the big light on. Right. So, anyway, in the middle of the night, that Velcro came loose, and it fell back behind our bed on her hardwood floor and just went off. <laughs> And she freaked the heck out. I, I mean, bet she, she was did, man. flipping out. Because not only was it loud and woke us up, but then it was dark and the tooth fairy is coming to get us. You know, so she's. Oh, man. So she freaked out. All right, That's what's your freaky. next one, man? Dude, 1999. This was a really groundbreaking movie that was pretty creepy, man. Okay. I'll give you a hint. It combined high eight video with black and white 16 millimeter film. I want to say it was made for like $50,000, but it went crazy. Yeah, I know. You remember? Yeah. What is it? The Blair Witch Project. The Blair Witch Project, right? So here's these college students again, right? Yeah. So they've heard about the Blair Witch incident. So supposedly there's these witches years ago, right, who had tortured and killed several children. So all of this movie is found video. Yeah. These kids go out. They're searching to do a story on this thing. Every night they hear these tortured shrieks and cries, just like freaky stuff. Well, we won't tell you what happens, but obviously they disappear. Yeah. And so this video was found, and it's them getting into this world of voodoo and witchcraft. Right. Man. And uh, probably one of the first Very movies ever done with that kind of video oh my gosh cinematography is that yes it was very influential and there was tons of movies copied that yeah as a style i have to say i did not like it it might be one of the movie i didn't like the movie maybe it's because the style was new i don't know but i just did not enjoy it well it was a diy kind of thing for what it was it was great everybody trying to copy it that's not good we didn't like that all right right, so so that's pretty spooky and that's not so much that's one of those things a generalized fear it's like everywhere they look, there could be something. Right. Just the con- just the idea that something's lurking just beyond your sight. Right. All right, that's it. Okay, next. so Friday the 13th is my next one. Again, you got to have some college students to get murdered and killed. Right? I think that's the main thing. You know what you call those films? Slasher. Slasher. Did slasher. You already, did you already say that? No. no. I said that. Okay. Yeah, slasher films when you have sexually promiscuous students off doing their thing, <laughs> and then you have a guy who comes and kills them. That's a slasher film. And so anyway, this one's a bad one, though, because um, this guy cannot be killed, and he can go anywhere, just about. And it's like, I mean, it's just crazy and insane. like a superhero slasher. He was, really, because like they would run, jump in a car. <laughs> so they would run. Yeah, and that music makes it worse. But anyway... They would run and jump in a car, drive to another county, and he'd be waiting on them. There he'd be right there. And he was just walking the whole time. You're like, what the crap? How'd he do it? Yeah. And so anyway, he's a super it's scary. It's a mystery. He just kills everybody. It's a Halloween mystery. Yeah. 
All right, and he's big. Everybody and, knows Friday the 13th. They know Jason. Yes. So Jason nice. Bourne, the star of Friday the 13th. <laughs> that is hockey mask. Yeah, right. Jason Bourne, hockey goalie. Yeah, so he's like got all his skills. He's got mad skills. Mad skills and a murderer. So I'm going to do a newer one. All right. That mixes. I don't know. It's almost, to me, it plays off the, well, thought I was going to do a new one. So everybody loved this if they saw it. I loved it. I saw it. If you hadn't seen it, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> Dude, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is awesome. It sounds like a spoof or something. It kind of is a spoof yeah. of that whole thing. Because once again, you've got students going on vacation. Yeah. And so here's these two guys, Tucker and Dale. So Rotten Tomatoes says it like this. It is a hilariously gory, good-spirited Horror comedy doing for killer rednecks what Shaun of the Dead did for zombies. Oh, Which, okay. Did you ever see Shaun of the Dead? Uh, yeah, I think I saw that one. All and right. uh, So this is more like a deliverance type movie. Something like that. You've that. got these two guys. They're really everyday guys, but I think he's got like overalls on and stuff. Oh, so okay. these people get out in the woods, right? Tucker and Dale, they go on vacation to their dilapidated mountain home. And they end up being mistaken for some murderous backwoods hillbillies by these obnoxious preppy kids. Oh, wow. Right? So one of them gets separated from her friends, and the boys try to lend a hand. And every time they try to help do something, something gory and scary kind of happens. And so they're just scared to death. They just think these guys are out to kill them when they're really out to help this girl. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So... Anyway, it's hilarious. If you haven't seen Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, you give that one a try. All right, my next one is, again, my criteria, making you scared of something specific, Final Destination. All right. Do you remember those? I saw one of them, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I think there's a series. I was specifically talking about the first one, maybe the second one, I don't know. Yeah. I think I saw a couple of them, but it just, it's just hard to put your finger on what's coming to get you, you know, because it's like just death coming to get you. And so it just made you scared of everything in this movie. You know, it's just like, did I escape death at some point? And now it's going to try to come get me, you know? Yeah. And so that's just a freaky thought, you know? Absolutely. Well, it made we... you think about death a lot, which right. is just another added thing to it, you know? Exactly, man. All right. So, you got another one? Yeah, let's do this. Actually, that was my last one, but let's... I'm okay, going to hit some one, I, got, I got one more before we do on our Oh, this man. My come number on, one. Do it. Nightmare on Elm Street, man. There you go. It made me specifically scared of going to sleep, you know? And that is a big deal. I just think that is... suck you into the bed. Yeah, that's just... That's genius, you know? Let's make the audience afraid to go to sleep. That's genius. There you go. And it did. Freddy's Genesis. Yeah. His mother was a nun, right? I believe so. Abused him, maybe. That was in a insane asylum like was a nun at a criminally insane asylum type thing and bad things happened and freddie came forth oh okay that's my understanding if i remember correctly yeah i, I think i looked it up i can't remember i know he was a bad dude absolutely then, like, man he almost got convicted and then like let off the hook or something and so all the parents of the children he hurt come and burn his house down that's where okay it gets, that's where all it right got, uh, yeah all right, so let's do some honorable mentions, man. There was a okay. bunch of them in the 80s. Since you hit Nightmare on Elm Street, we'll have to do that. A lot of people are going to say, how in the world could you leave off the classic, the original? Halloween. Halloween, Michael yeah. Myers, right? Yeah, and I think Friday the 13th is, plays off of Halloween a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They were around that same time. What else? What was the one with the puzzle and the pinhead guy? Oh, that was uh, Hellraiser? Hellraiser. Yeah. A buddy of mine had a metal band back years ago called Skinhook. Oh, okay. That was based on that yeah. character. Yeah, that was a scary one, too. How about The Shining? Oh, yeah. 
That's a very suspenseful movie. I yeah. like the suspenseful aspect of it. Um, I got The Omen. The Omen. Yeah, that was always creepy, dude. It's creepy. That little kid and Gregory Peck. Damien. Yeah. Right there with it, Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby is really good. Yeah. All right, so what about this, Keith? And on those same lines, The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, you got to put The Exorcist yeah. up there. I was trying to go outside the box a little bit there. Right. Oh, but here's another one that kind of, what about the 90s take on the slasher film that was so big with the freaky, melty-looking mask? Scream. Oh, screams, yeah. I'm not yeah. a big fan of those. but The yeah. first one was pretty good. Yeah. I like the first one. I don't watch many horror movies, stuff but like that But there was a couple but... that were kind of disturbing, disturbingly scary. The Hostel franchise hospital okay. i only saw the first couple yeah and then the saw series yeah i never watched saw. many of those man they're just that was a little that was past scary. my days by yeah. those time those came out i was too old to watch most right. of that stuff what about uh there's oh man back in the 70s and 80s remember something like the amy deville horror yeah remember that a little before my days that's a little yeah. before your time but anyway man all right there's lots more hit us up on i do uh, remember elvira though Elvira, <laughs> mistress of the night. Up all night. Hey, you know what my you wife say, uh, gave one that she uh, liked was the uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, I like the Tales from the Crypt. There you go, man. Yeah. Well, Keith, that is our Flummoween special episode. What do you think? I think it was awesome. That was awesome, man. Tell it's everybody scary. how they can get in scary. <laughs> scary, scary. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with us. Uh, do you flummadiddle.com. And do you flummadiddle at gmail.com. All right, and the best way is to subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app. Yep, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever friends. it might be. Share Please share friends. us on Facebook. We're at Do You Flummadiddle on Facebook. We know a lot of you connect with us there. Or just next time you're at work, just be like, hey, I heard this awesome podcast called Flummadiddle. Look it up. Exactly. So just word You'll find it. us. Yeah. Just do it. Just tell everybody about us. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. All right, thanks for listening. Happy Halloween. Have a good Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye.